up everybody welcome to another episode of the everyday eddie podcast where it's not a professional podcast but it is a professional something uh so i already recorded an episode for today but uh it's with my friend and i wanted to actually listen to that one first so and things actually popped up that i want to talk about so actually that'll be the episode for when i'm gone next week so uh yeah guys get to enjoy something i've done something i've never done i actually prepped beforehand so first off i want to start this podcast by saying first things first for some peace uncle phil um i know he already passed away but before i get into the news you know i always got to pay respect to an og um but aside from her rest in peace to naya rivera and everyone else who have lost their lives this past week uh, it sucks um, Ty Rivera passed away saving her son's life and you know COVID's taken a couple lives um, other famous actors have passed away uh, you know thoughts and prayers to their loved ones and you know it's, it's darkest before the dawn and I feel like 2020's been pretty dark but 2021 that's gonna be our light it's our saving grace um, the next thing I want to talk about, uh, is Nick Cannon. Wow. Um, I'll admit, I haven't listened to everything he said. I listened to, like, bits and pieces. And while some of it is very harmful and divisive if you take certain bits and pieces the way he chooses to describe uh, white people um, more specifically saying that they are more primal and savages who feel the need to rape and kill um, those of a darker melanin. You know, I... I felt some type of way about that. Um, Not necessarily that he is wrong, but more so the fact that that has been a description used to describe a lot of African Americans, saying that because we are so black or darker, um, we are closer to monkeys, and as such, uh, we are uneducated and savage. And it was interesting for me to hear him say that about white people and I feel like that's the first time I've ever heard that comparison now did what he said what he said was wrong yeah a lot of it was very wrong a lot of what he said is very very wrong do not get me confused however however I do feel as though it is There's something to be learned 
even when people say the wrong things. Um, so I think when I'm driving later today, tomorrow morning, early tomorrow morning, I will listen. No, I think he took down the video because, you know, people reached out to him and educated him and he apologized. But what sucks is that Viacom, instead of just removing Nick Cannon, which they couldn't do, it's his show, um, they canceled Wild and Out. So last weekend, as of right now, has been the last episode. All those people are, you know, out of jobs, but a lot of them had other projects going on the side. So for them, this is a loss in the check. I mean, it is, but, you know, they're going to be okay. Um, but Nick Cannon is trying to get the rights to his show. And I honestly hope he does, because they can't, you know, what are they going to do? Just sit on a, I'm assuming that's a million dollar deal, because you have to think uh, the show's around in the late 90s, early 2000s, took, was gone for like seven, eight years, and came back in like 2015-ish, so yeah, there's no way, that's not a multi-million dollar, you know, TV show, uh, considering the amount of star power that's been had on the show and made from that show, it, it's no way, so hopefully my opinion, Nick Cannon gets that back, because as much as I don't like the man, because um, I just feel he's so asinine and stupid in things that he's saying, his music is terrible, um, I can respect the hustle, and he definitely hustled for that, so I want to, I hope that eventually goes back to him. That's enough about that. Let's let's get into some real meat and potatoes. No, lately I'm feeling like I'm stuck in the middle of lovers and friends, and I'm losing every part of the benefit. Sorry, it's a song that's been stuck in my head, but it's true. It's true. So I find it very weird lately that I just don't think I've noticed I noticed it a lot in high school I noticed it a lot in college a lot of people sleep around in similar friend groups which to me is just weird it is so like I get it but at the same time it's just like why why would you sleep? I mean, in high school, dating, like, your friend's ex is very weird. It's, it's very weird, very suspicious. Especially because we're in such small schools. When you get to college, college is different. Because college isn't so much, hey... I'm dating your ex. It's more like, hey, I slept with your ex. Which is fine. But I feel like there are 
rules to it. But once you get to college, like, if you bang or date your friend's ex, uh, ask for permission. Ask for permission. I think I've done that with one of my friends. It, it was jokingly, kind of, but, like, I still asked him. I was just like, yo, I kind of want to go after your ex. I'm not saying I'm going to actively do it, but if something happens, you know, is it okay with you? And he was just like, yeah, sure. Like, I'm not, I don't have those feelings for her anymore. You do what you got to do. And I was just like, all right, bet. Um, also, your relationship with that friend, if you feel that you're more acquaintances than close friends, go for it. I mean, you should still let them know um, your intentions just because you are, you know, acquaintances and it may be weird. So just, you know, let them know. Also, if you're no longer friends with that person, then fuck it. If you are no longer friends with the person, you don't need to ask. Because, you know, why do you care what they think? At that point, if you're not friends, there's a reason behind it. And you should focus on your happiness. There may be a lingering attachment to that person. But at the same time, you gotta do what you gotta do. So, I mean, in high school... Don't date your friend's ex. In college, don't date your friend's ex. But if you're going to have sex with them, tread the waters very carefully. Very, very carefully. Because things can get messy. Um, it's, it's just weird. Also, if you go to a small school, I feel like hooking up around the same friend group is it's weird. If you go to a medium-sized school, I mean, eh, I mean, you probably should, there's plenty more fish, but when you go to a big school, and if you and your friends are consistently sleeping with the same few people, there's something wrong with you guys. There is something seriously wrong with you. Like, there's, there's no reason for it. You're little fish in a big pond. Space out. Whereas, like, the other ones... You're big fish in a little pond. Like, get out. Get out. Like, I get why it happens. But try try to avoid it at least a little bit. Um, also... Just because it kind of works... You should always, 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 always. Yeah, I don't know why I'm saying always. I don't know. I ran out of thoughts for that one. Um, but yeah, no, that was just like kind of irritating to me. Because it was like, oh. Like, thinking about high school. And like, I went to a small high school. And just watching like them all date around like they all swapped 
boyfriends and girlfriends, and I was just like, yikes, that was, that was weird, that was very weird to see, and then I got to college, and it was more like, oh, okay, y'all are dating, then they break up, and then you just hear another guy go like, yo, man, we're Eskimo brothers, and it's just like, the fuck, and, you know, they, not that they dated, but, you know, there was no, you know, kind of respect given, like, they just blatantly, or they just don't tell you, you find out from a third party, it's, it's so weird, it is so weird, like, at one point, I was talking to a girl, I was heavily invested, it was a very weird situation, but I was heavily invested, and ended up going, you know, to a party, and this was like, after things had kind of cooled off, but still kind of there, so, you know, all of a sudden, chick disappears like all right whatever like I had my suspicions but then they were later confirmed for me I was just like "Mm, yeah no but like it was such a weird situation I was in such a space that you know a few weeks later I saw the guy and I literally said to him like yo we're cool but just so you know this is where I'm at, this is how I feel about what happened, just, you know, give me a little bit of space, because I might punch you, (laughs) and he was just like, oh, shit, like, dude, my bad, like, I didn't know, I was just like, yeah, no, I don't blame you, but still, I just need that space, and, like, you know, that was cool to have that communication with a friend, Uh, not that we were particularly close, but, you know, I was able to, like, express how I felt about the situation. Um, and, you know, other times, like, that it's happening, it's just like, oh, so I heard you slept with my ex. And they're just, like, so shocked. And I was just like, I don't care. Like, I've been over it for a while. Like, whatever. So I guess you also have to, like, if you're doing that, you gotta know where both people are. As long as they're not still hooking up, too, like, that that would also complicate things a lot. But, you know, you, you do what's right for you. At the end of the day, you gotta do what makes you happy. If sleeping with your friend's sloppy seconds, it makes you happy, then, you know, go for it. As you just got to treat every situation uniquely um, and with you know make sure you guys are on the same page if it's just a hookup just a hookup if you plan on taking things further you know you never know what might still be there engage in a friendly conversation Um, if you're really close to that person you know let them know if you guys are in similar friend groups, but you're not that close, just like, hey, simple heads up, like, yo, 
talking to your ex. Uh, I plan on asking her out. Just giving you a heads up if that makes you feel awkward. Um, but if it's someone that you fully respect, just be like, yo, how do you feel about this? And then take steps forward. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, it, it's your choice on what to do in that relationship. But you kind of just got to ultimately do what makes you happy. Alright, next is just going to be some things that I found interesting throughout the last couple weeks that I may have forgotten to talk about. So, next season for baseball, the Mets are going to host the Yankees on the 20th anniversary of 9-11. I think that's really cool. Um, I hope they have special uniforms. Um, I hope that... You know, it's... I think it's really going to be special. Um, So, I... I truly believe that that is a good way for New York and itself to commemorate 9-11. In a sense of unity. Uh, I personally would like to see from the MLB uh, maybe for the Jets and the Giants as well and maybe even from the NBA um, different players who play for New York or born in New York put onto a team and do an exhibition um, in their sport because I feel like that would also be a way of showing unity um, and togetherness in a time where New York was, mo- and not just New York, but the United States was together um, in a time that we haven't been since. <clears throat> I don't know if many people remember this, but from 9-11 up until like the follow the first anniversary, you know, everyone was pretty, hi Brian, um, unified as a country for the first time in probably years since, you know, the Boston Tea Party. Um, so I, I think that's very nice and it's very interesting. But not interesting that they're doing it, but it, it's a great memorial um, in a way that they know how. Uh, another thing I wanted to read that I found interesting. Let's see here. I had seen this a while ago, but I still think it's funny. Or not funny, but true. Uh, A great liar knows to set up evidence for the lie that they tell, so it'll be easier to believe. A great villain knows to commit acts so heinous that people won't want to believe it until it's too late. Um, And I feel that that's not just villains, but like, you think of how many people say like oh this person did this this person did this and you're just like wait I know that person they would never do something like that you it it really makes me think like damn it's a lie like how do you lead such a lie that the minute you do something abhorrent 
people are just like, what? No. But I can attest that if you're going to lie, there's three things you're going to do. There are three things you need to do if you're going to lie. One, like this said, set up evidence. A lie is more believable when there's evidence. Two, keep it simple. The more elaborate you make it, the harder it's going to be to remember, and the more likely you are to get caught. So remember to always keep it simple. Favorite rule, keep it simple, stupid, with everything that you do. And then three, if you're going to lie, sprinkle a bit of truth in it. Because if someone thinks you're lying, but you put the truth in it, they won't know which part's a lie and which part's the truth. So they're going to doubt themselves. At the same time, giving you more time to cover your tracks. I think, and I'm giving away trade secrets here, that's part of why I'm able to get away with so much from when I was a kid. Because... When I lied, I would also tell the truth. I'd be like, oh, yeah, uh, I went out and I did this. And, you know, I would sprinkle in other things from the night that, like, I would lie and say I did something instead of another thing. But then I'd sprinkle the truth into the lie. Like, oh, yeah. Like, after I got sent to the hospital, my mom would ask if I was drinking a lot or if I had a problem. I didn't have a problem. It was college. I went too hard. Um, But I would just say, oh, no, which was a lie. I just stayed in, played video games, which was the truth. Or, oh, I went to a party, which was the truth didn't drink was a lie or sometimes it'd be like eh, I had a beer you know nothing too hard just oh, it was stress from the day it was stress from the day had more than one beer it's all about balance but that's just examples I'm not telling y'all some of the crazier shit I've lied about because y'all would look at me funny and y'all would judge me not that you could actually see me and not that I actually care but ooh MILF is now on Netflix. That is a movie that uh, has my curiosity. Um, have I watched anything super good? No, I've rewatched How I Met Your Mother again. God, I... T- Alright. Quick rant. Barney, best character on How I Met Your Mother. Only character on the show who goes through actual growth. Robin... The more I watch the show, the more she annoys me. Lillian Marshall describes all my friends who are fucking couples, and it is disgusting. Um, but not so bad. Like, not like that's an extreme. Like, they're the extreme version of my friends that are couples. Um, Ted? I feel like if they want to make a TV show on my life... It'd be so much better than How I Met Your Mother. Because I feel like the writers were too scared of the ending. 
and so they went with something familiar and they ended up upsetting fans anyway so i don't know it's it it's weird i get it but it's weird um no nothing nothing too good okay so new music came out i haven't listened to juice world's new album but i have listened to the new eminem song with uh kid cuddy and i don't know first listen that shit be yikes that shit was yikes and like i'll admit i like eminem he has good songs here and there um he's still one of the best lyricists in the game you cannot deny that no one can touch him when it comes to his lyricism and how fast he can spit but he's put up enough numbers that when a song isn't good I can still list a whole catalog a lot of people don't like his newer stuff but in my opinion he's like Jay-Z he's like Kanye he's like J. Cole they're not gonna rap about the same thing year after year after year they're growing as people so their music is changing to reflect that and I know last podcast I said Drake doesn't doesn't have that because I don't know Drake came from a point where it's like hey I'm putting out music for a young adult who's slowly building more confidence in themselves and, you know, is starting to become the person that they're meant to be. And then all of a sudden he started dropping songs that... that just ain't it. Like, it, it's just not it for him. And I think he needs to do what a lot of these rappers do is he takes breaks in his music, but... Drake definitely needs to take, like, a year or two off, you know, let everyone be like, oh, where's Drake, where's Drake, maybe hop on a feature here and there, and then just, boom, drop an album, because right now, whatever he's doing, it's not working, it is not working, Eminem took years off, dropped Recovery, a lot of people didn't like it, but it was good, and then from there, like, it's either a good album or a bad album, but a lot more of the singles on the album are better than, you know, a lot of his worst shit is still better than a lot of other rappers' worst shit, or best shit. A lot of Eminem's worst shit is better than a lot of other rappers' best shit. So I don't know. I don't know. It, it's, it's weird. Ooh, now I'm in a Jay-Z music mood. Alright, that's that's gonna be the vibe because I need podcasts for later. Um Yeah, that that's that's my opinion on the matter. Um That is that is my opinion. That is my opinion on how I met your mother. Um one more thing that I wanted to read that is now the vibe in which I live my life. Also, if you haven't noticed, I've been back on social media again, because I am now. I'm good. I'm good. I'm happier. Um, also, oh yeah, and Buffalo Bills and New Era are separating. So now, the Bills are looking for someone else to buy the naming rights for the stadium. 
So that's good. I hope that ends out well for them. Uh, where's the tweet? Where's the tweet? Where's the tweet? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Because I read this on Father's Day, but this is the energy in which I'm choosing to live my life since then. Who's your daddy? There's a daddy you are born with and the daddies you choose. I'm the daddy you deserve. Live ballsy. Uh, the person who tweeted this was Daddy Shotzi will protect you. By the way, you can have multiple daddies. Yeah. That, that's the life I'm living right now. I'm the daddy you deserve. That... That's what we going on. That... You know. I got you. You know, you got the daddies you need but I'm the daddy you deserve. It, I promise, daddy gonna take care of you. And I know a lot of my friends who are listening to this are gonna just be, Eddie, what is you doing? But you know, gotta, gotta, gotta rock with it, you know? Uh, everything is, every, okay, I just wanna say that this is very surprising to me, and a lot of you aren't gonna care about this, but New Japan Pro Wrestling, Holy shit. Um, a lot of y'all, uh, you know, probably by now realize that I watch wrestling a lot. Um, AEW's been cool. They need, I feel like they need crowds again because a lot of their stuff would be a lot better with crowds. WWE, we're not even going to get into that because... It's like they put on a show and then the rest is like old pay-per-views. Like half the show is wrestlers, the other half is like, oh, here's an old pay-per-view. Um, but New Japan did their first live event um, in Japan, obviously, and they did it with fans. Uh, fans couldn't make noise really, but holy shit. Um, so one of the best, in my opinion, factions, um, especially when it comes to making a name for themselves in Japan, is the Bullet Club. Bullet Club for life. Um, if I've ever said, hit me with a two-sweet, you, you part of the clique, the Bullet Club. I got you. Um, but it is... They got a new member. And Bullet Club is a stable, which means more than four people are in it. Or three. Um... And this is the first time uh, in years since the founding that Bullet Club was all Japanese members. Because Bullet Club was originally founded by gaijin, or outsiders, or white boys. Um, mostly used as a term. It's a negative connotation, kind of, in Japan, gaijin. Um but outsiders, essentially, to say that, hey, if you're not going to give us the top spot in this promotion, we're going to take it, and we're going to do it by any means necessary. This is the first time that all the members that were there, because of what's going on with COVID, they don't have any other foreign talent. Everyone there was Japanese. And, you know, they had a member of a different faction switch over and it's interesting the storyline that they can tell because it's kind of like a coup it, it was 
you know, instead of one of the members uh, rising up to take control of the group, you know, you have a bunch of them that are living in America um, who, and they've told the story before of like a Bullet Club America and a Bullet Club Japan. Um, but it's really interesting to see like, where's this going to go? Because once everything opens up, are the Bullet Club Americans going to have to North America gonna have to like wrest back control from the the usurper of the Japanese or like what are they just gonna stay in America because I think uh, one town's from New Zealand uh, one's from Australia and three of them are in Florida right now um, or I assume like I know one of them definitely lives in Florida I think the other two maybe but um it's an interesting time to be a fan of pro wrestling and if you're not a fan of pro wrestling now's the time to give it a shot I mean what else are you gonna do knit but um yeah I just think it's so interesting and I can't wait to see how this story unfolds um as for that yeah um, feel free, like, if you know me personally, shoot me a text, give me a call, uh, I gotta pack before I leave, but, you know, it's gonna be a long, long drive tomorrow, so feel free to hit me up, uh, everything will be appreciated, snaps, I might just snap people just to snap people at this point, as my dog is excited for the day, so, with that, um, I know I usually do a separate ending, but I'm just going to leave this as the end. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Uh, Episode with my friend comes out next week. That'll be interesting because we were both drunk. So, yeah, that's fun. But uh, I just want to leave you with. Uh, a little something that I wrote uh, which is I found heaven in your eyes but hell in your soul the fire to your heart fueled by the darkest coal so thank you for listening I will see you guys next week remember to leave a rating on wherever You get your podcast, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, if I remember, Radiocast, I don't remember, because I'm on so many websites, support black business, leave a rating and review, love you guys, peace.